Okay, so thank you for that warm welcome. Um, so today I wanted to ask you how many times a day you search. So I'm pretty search obsessed. I enjoy searching a lot. I somehow think search is magical. I don't know. I, I, I think that it's really cool that you can type in a word and stuff appears. To me, that's just, that that's really kind of cool. There's some sort of black magic behind it. And so I have taken a bit of time and kind of a chunk of my existence to study search. And today I was thinking, how do other people feel about search? And by other people, I mean you, you the one who are listening. So I pose a couple of questions to you. Um, how many times a day, now think about this honestly, not just Google, but how many times a day do you search online? So let's think about this. So I thought about this for myself. So anytime you type something into a search box, this counts. So if you go to Facebook and you type something in the search box because you want to see a particular friend's post or a group or something. So you go onto Facebook, maybe you use the search box there to find something you're looking for. That's a search. That's not a search for advertising. That's not a commercial search. No one's making any money off of that search, but it's search nonetheless. And you expect when you type in that keyword, you expect to get what you're looking for, or at least to get close. Sometimes I don't even know what I'm looking for. And so I'll type in something that is in the family of what I'm looking for to get inspiration, to find the right keyword. But it does all come down to finding and using the right keywords so that we get to the information that we're looking for. So right off the bat, go to Facebook, you search. Um, I go to my email and sometimes I have to use the search box there just to find an email that had a particular topic and I, I'm trying to search something there. Um, it's really, if you pay attention to your entire day, just try this one day or even try it between now and, and the end of the day, but spend one day being very, very aware of how many times you type a term into a search box. I think it's probably amazing. The other thing that I've started doing a lot, I mean, we make fun of it in our house anyway, as we are asking Siri questions on our phone. Well, Siri is just a search. Siri, and I'll, I'm gonna call it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that Siri is a her right now. I'm gonna say she, because on mine, I've made it a girl. So Siri is really just a voice search. So she's taking voice recognition and she is guessing, a lot of times she's very wrong, but guessing at the words that you are, are looking for and finding the keywords and then using those keywords to search the web for the information that she thinks you're looking for. The same is true with the Amazon Echo and there's a whole bunch of voice related searches now that we can do. So I know for like, for me, I will hit my phone if I'm watching TV and I will say, I will you know, hit the button and say, Siri, how old is Jennifer Aniston? Because I, I never can believe the answer, so I just immediately forget it. Um, and her beauty secret is just to drink water, really. There has to be more to it. Every time I see her, I wanna know how old she is. And I wanna know if she has kids. I mean, how does she look that good? But that's a search. 
So I need to know how old somebody is. And so I just hit my phone and I say, how old is Jennifer Aniston? And it tells me that's the cool part. But in order for that to work, there has to be some content online somewhere that has got the words Jennifer Aniston and age somewhere. And so what then Siri does is a, the search engine's job is to return that information to me in the most relevant relevant things on top. But I'm really kind of interested in where search is, how much we rely on it, and where it's going next. I think that voice search is just ridiculous cool. I think it's neat. I really love that you can just say words out loud and things pop up. That's amazing. It's also a little bit dangerous because what if it's not the right thing? Or, you know, that's that, that poses a problem with slang. Um, so you might get things that, that mean like my son is dabbing all the time. And, and if you have a preteen or a teenager, you know what dabbing is. You've seen it. It's a little dance move where they cover their eyes, they dab. But you know what? A dab is also a little bit of something. So if I do a search for the word dab and I just say I want pictures of a dab, I'm going to get photos of this dance move. I'm also going to get videos where people who are doing this dance move are in. I'm also going to get blobs of mayonnaise or whatever, a little dab, um, a dab meaning a little bit of something. I'm going to get those too. And it's, they're all just going to be sort of tossed around in there. So the search is only really as good as the keywords because it all comes down to those keywords. It comes down to the words that we're putting into the search, be it voice or typing or whatever, is taking those things and it goes and finds the relevant content. So for me, I have to make sure, part of my, my job in life is to make sure that the content that I create or the content that I uh, consult on or work with, that that content has the keywords in it that people are searching for, not just the words that the content owner thinks people should be searching for. It's, a, it's pretty often surprising when you're putting together a, a blog post or a, an e-commerce page or an invitation to a class or really anything at all, and you focus on keywords that you think people should be using to find this content when they're not. They, they may not be using that at all. Or maybe they're using that one keyword that you think everybody should be using but even more than that one, they're using this other one that you don't even know about. And so there's some keyword research that has to go on to make sure that when somebody types in or speaks into a, a search engine, whatever that search engine is, that there's a, there's a direct correlation between the keywords you're working with on, in your content that you're hoping people will use to find your content and, um, you know, what people are, what you, what you put in your content. So you've got to make sure that you do a little bit of research and people like me can help you with the research and there's tools that'll help you with the research, but you've got to figure out 
what keywords people are using and add those keywords or work those keywords in to your content for sure so that your content comes up. So if your content is about how old Jennifer Aniston is, you've got to have the right pieces of content, right? So with the right keywords, pieces of content have to match the keywords. Make sense? It's mysterious, isn't it? I love this stuff. I think it's so much fun. All right. That's my nerd out moment for the day. And I'm going to, I'm going to have another nerd out moment. I'm going to hit one of these little buttons and it's going to make it sound like I'm in a room full of clapping people. So for now, <laughs> thanks for listening guys.